This is the Discover Demelza podcast, episode four. You are listening to the Discover Demelza podcast, where you will join with Demelza in learning new things that will benefit your physical, mental, and spiritual health and well-being. Discover Demelza is sponsored by Your Natural Choice, supplier of Moore's Original Ointment. Considered the best under the sun in the Victorian era, this continues to be an effective and soothing all-natural cream that is kind to your skin. Don't miss out on this great product. Get yours today. Also sponsored by Cheeky Monkey Safaris, your ideal choice for an amazing safari adventure in the Serengeti Plains and other spectacular national parks in Tanzania. Book now to take advantage of a holiday of a lifetime. And now, your host, artist, entrepreneur, and Christ follower, Demelza Marie. I don't know about you, but I, like many others, like to make goals for the new year. However, this year, instead of a New Year's resolution as such, I decided to do something a little different and create a bucket list for this year. I like to make goals, even though I often find I cannot attain them, especially since getting ill. I still think it's a good thing to do, though. If we don't aim for something, then we're not going to get very far. If we have something to aim for, even if it's probably more than we can realistically do, we will more likely achieve far more than we would have done had we not set those goals in the first place. For the perfectionist among you, you may find it irritating that goals might be left unaccomplished. But I'd encourage you not to let that stop you from setting high goals and at least trying to attain them. Rather than thinking of it as a failure if you don't meet those goals, think about all that you will have achieved in the process. In case you hadn't guessed, I'm not a perfectionist, which is just as well really. So anyway, back to my bucket list. If you're not familiar with the term, it actually had pretty morbid beginnings in that it refers to the phrase kicking the bucket or dying. So in effect, it's a list of things you want to do or experience before you die. Apparently, one theory is that the term kicking the bucket stems back to the Middle Ages when a common form of death was by hanging. It could also refer to suicide when a person hangs themselves by kicking the bucket from underneath them. Lovely thought, huh? So, moving swiftly on. The first time I heard about a bucket list is from the movie called The Bucket List, starring Jack Nicholson and Morgan Freeman where they make a list of things to do before they die, and then carry those things out. Since then, that term seems to have exploded in use with people making their own bucket lists. More recently, I've seen it used in the context of just simply a list of things to do within a certain time period. For example, my sister created a summer bucket list to do with her children during the summer holidays. They came up with 100 things to do between them, A lot of the ideas were simple and could easily be accomplished. Several things could be done in one day. Since her bucket list was mainly based around the children, there were things on there that we adults might not be so inclined to do, but if you have children yourself, why not check out what she did to get some ideas of your own? You can find a link on my website on the article relating to this page, which has the same name as this podcast. So, I'm using the term bucket list for this podcast in a loose sense, in as much as I'm basically talking about my personal goals for this year. But rather than just a handful of big goals or resolutions, I decided to come up with 100 things to do this year. 
Obviously, that means coming up with lots of little things that I'd be able to accomplish, as well as some of the bigger things. It was quite fun just brainstorming possibilities of what I could do this year. Ideas flowed quite easily at first, but I had to get a bit more creative as the list grew and I still hadn't reached my goal of 100. Once I had a list of things, I organised them into the following categories. Creative, learning, social, activities, food, travel, ministry and other things. In the creative category, I included things such as art, music, design and things like that. One of my goals is to find something on Pinterest which I can make, and for me I'm not including recipes as part of this, since I already use Pinterest a lot for collecting recipe ideas. I'm a creative person, so I have 20 things in this section. If you're not a very creative person, or even if you are, then Pinterest can give you some great ideas on how to expand your creativity in lots of areas. For example, I have boards that give ideas for recipes to try out, cake decorating ideas, although I'm pretty sure most of them are never be good enough to do, but they're fun to look at anyway. I also have ideas for decorating rooms in the house, or things we could do with our garden or yard. You can find some great tips on keeping things organised, how to travel light, great destinations to visit, and many other things. Basically, Pinterest is a great place to go to get your creative juices flowing and to gather your ideas in one place. In the learning category, I included big things I want to do, such as finishing an online course and learning some Swahili. However, I also included less demanding things such as reading a certain number of books by the end of the year, and even just learning at least one joke I can tell really well. Maybe I'll share that on a future podcast. I think that lifelong learning is really important and we should find something new to learn or improve our skills in all the time. This keeps our brains active and with the way the world is moving at such momentum, there's so much to keep up with and learn. Don't be intimidated about just choosing big things to learn though. Look for little things, such as learning a joke or a card trick or a board game. Why not learn how to use chopsticks? That could make for some fun meal times. In the social category, I included things I'd like to do with other people. Obviously, this will depend on those people to a degree. However, I want to have a one-on-one day out with each of my local family members, making memories with them. I also included game nights and a theme party. In the past, we've had family murder mystery dinners, where we've dressed up as the characters, and while we eat our meal, we've got to guess who done it. It's a really great way to break out of character a bit and to have a really fun time together. Even those who are more reserved tend to surprise themselves. It's also really stimulating for the brain since you've got to work things out and remember clues and things like that. There are certain members of my family who are very good at this, so it's almost a foregone conclusion that they'll win or do well, but that doesn't really matter since the biggest gain is really the participation. In the activities category, I included the more sporty and outdoors kind of things. If I weren't struggling with my health, this could easily be a longer list since there are many things I'd love to do but can't do at the moment. However, I figured that I'd still put down some things that I thought I might be able to do at some point during the year. It's a goal to aim for anyway. I used to love horse riding and would ride regularly as a teen. However, as an adult, I've barely been around horses. Funny how life changes. 
My love for horses still exists, though, and I'd love to get back on a horse again sometime this year. I'm not sure whether I'll be able to or not due to my health, but if there's any way I can make it work, I will. I also used to love dancing. I would dance several times a week. I became pretty good at East Coast Swing and even learned some aerial moves with some of my dance friends. I'm probably paying for that now, but I don't regret it. I also learned ballroom and Latin American, American style and international style. When I moved back to the UK, I learned modern jive or Ciroc and helped demo at certain venues. I wanted to compete in a dance competition and to maybe even teach dance, and maybe one day I will. You never know. Anyway, one of my goals is to dance at least once this year. If it's not at an official venue, then at least with my hubby at home. One of the things I'd love to have done if I'd had the chance would have been to learn self-defense, in particular Krav Maga, which is an Israeli combat form. Needless to say, that's not happening anytime soon, but my hubby did two years of service in his country, so at some point I'm hoping he can teach me some of the more low-key self-defense options. Could be rather fun. As a side note, considering the way society is going, I think some basic self-defense and awareness would be great to teach to our teens in order to protect them against the potential evils surrounding us. In the food category, I included things I want to eat, such as gelato. If you haven't tried gelato, you really should. It's like a royal version of ice cream. We have a few gelato places that have opened where I live, which is quite nice as it means I don't have to wait to visit Italy for my treat anymore. I also included in this section places I want to eat or things I want to make to eat, such as making a three-course meal or trying a new food I haven't had before. You might also want to think about different places to eat your meal, like having a picnic on your living room floor. Why not? In the travel category, I included things I thought would be attainable or had already been booked. So you could include your booked holidays, but you can also be a tourist in your own hometown or explore some of the areas nearby. If you look online things to do in your area, or not too far from you, you may be surprised to find what options you have. There may be people who travel long distances to visit places near you, so why not see what's on your doorstep? Or what about a nice romantic weekend away? There are some great sites where you can get cheap, last-minute deals for that spontaneous weekend with your spouse or your buddies. As a Christian, I added a ministry category, and as well as specific things to Christian faith, I included more general ministry things such as sending a care package to someone, surprising someone with something nice, and mentoring somebody. I'd encourage you to be willing to go outside your comfort zone on this one. If you're a Christian, pray about some opportunities God might be opening up for you. Or if you have something in mind that you'd love to do, at least try and pursue it to the best of your ability. Don't put it off thinking someone else could do it better than you, or you're too young, or too old, or whatever other excuse might come to mind. God uses those who are willing and obedient. If your desire is to serve Him with your gifts and passions, then the things you put in this section could be your most treasured memories from the bucket list. For everything else that didn't really fit into the previously mentioned categories, I added them to the Other Things category. I included all kinds of random things such as having a movie marathon, playing particular games, watching a sunrise and sunset, and having a dog cuddle. I miss my dog. 
I also included chores such as clearing my email inbox, as well as random ideas such as experience days. For example, I want to go a whole day as if I were blind, so that I can get a little taste of what it's like for a blind person and gain a deeper appreciation for how they experience life. I think I'll be doing that when my husband is home, so that he can rescue me if needed. Also, here's one relief that I'm not a perfectionist. One of the crazy things I added to this section is to take a photo every day for the whole year. I figured it would push my creativity a bit, especially since I'm home most of the time. However, this would be one way in which I could better document this year, including the completing of my bucket list. Now, I've already missed one day due to completely forgetting to do it. But since this is a leap year, I have one day of grace anyway, right? Well, I'm sure there will be other days that I'll miss for some reason or another. But it's a goal and I can assure you that I'll be taking a lot more pictures this year than I would if it were not on the list. Along with this list, I also have quite a few work-related goals that I'm also aiming to achieve. However, the purpose of this list was to make sure that this year was not so much about work without having time to accomplish and enjoy personal goals as well. So far, I've checked off five things from my list and I've been working on some of the others which could take the entire year to complete. You can see a summary of these with accompanying pictures on the website. Just go to discoverdemalza.com to check those out. Be sure to check out the motorbike picture. So there we go. That's an overview of my bucket list for 2016. It's not too late to come up with your own 2016 bucket list. We've still got 11 months to go from the release of this recording. If you're interested in seeing my entire list, you can go to my website and look for the article with the same title as this podcast. Of course, it's personalized to things I'm interested in and can do, but it might spur some ideas in creating your own list. Let's make this year an amazing one where we accomplish or experience lots of little things that make up good memories to look back on at the end of the year. You have been listening to the Discover Demelza podcast. If you found today's episode helpful, please go to the website at discoverdemelza.com to find the podcast notes with links relevant to today's topic. We look forward to catching up with you next time. Have a great week.